Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. It's 2020 and we back on our bullshit. 2020 and my vision still fucked up. Okay. Same. Same. Welcome to On the Rocks with Ash and Kiki. I am Kiki. I'm Ash and I still can't. I realize I haven't seen my glasses since 2019. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Welcome to our show, you guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I hope everybody brought in the New Year safe and sound and either at church or been over in a club like I did. Wow. This went left so quick. Or both. Or both. <laughs> hey. Happy New Year, Ashley. How was your um how's your New Year so far? It's been cool. It's been busy. Um I started off the New Year very chill, very calm. And then work started back last week, and I have literally been on the go ever since. Great. Hit the ground running. Literally, like, I'm tired, bro. Bitch, I'm tired already. Same. Like, who child? Nobody told me it was going to be all this this early. I wasn't prepared. This early. Let's get to it. Um, The new year has been good for me so far. I got sick on Christmas, so that was lovely. Uh, yeah, the bubonic plague. I caught the bubonic plague, y'all, and because it is now damn near eighty degrees in January, I feel like I'm gonna get sick again. Mother Nature is not pleased. Mother Nature said, "You bitches gonna learn today. Fuck all y'all. You want to wear boots and sweaters? I don't think so, bitch. <laughs> viral infections for everybody. Everybody. Everybody getting a motherfucking viral infection up in this bitch." But um, no, so far the new year has been great to me. I'm just very blessed to be here. It's 2020. You know, our leader's trying to take us out. But, you know, we, we'll talk about that later, maybe. Um, so I hope all of our listeners have a great year. Yeah. I hope you guys accomplish your business goals, your personal goals, your emotional goals, your physical goals. Wellness for everybody. Wellness for everybody. Shout out to everybody. <laughs> you have any shout outs um shout out to our friend Brittany Prince and her own book club books and brunch we had our first meeting of the year yesterday we discussed this book called helpful hashtags by um elder Frederica Dudley I think that's her name crap I messed up her name but um I'll, <laughs> I'll post it on my page once I get back on social media, I'm on like a 21 day social media fast. But yeah, the book was very good. It was like a mixture of journaling, prayer devotion, but also like realistic and clinical intrusive work, which I'm a fan of. So I thought it was really cool. And also the fact that the book club is geared towards black authors and we always meet at a black owned business is a very cool book club. So shout outs to, um, Brittany and the Books and Brunch crew. That is what is up. Um, I had something to add to that, but now I fucking forgot because I'm old. You gotta start writing stuff down since I keep a tablet for everything. <sighs> when you said it, something triggered it, and I was like, I can, I have something to add on to that. Is it about books? Is it about brunch? It was books. Okay. Uh, is it a book you're reading? No, because it's a white people book. <laughs> Whites only. Um... <laughs> My shout out goes to my three. I have three cousins going back to school this week, so I want Praise them to be very Lord well. The baby. 
three young black ladies. My younger cousin Alexis and Adrian will be back at Winthrop this week. And then my little cousin Jaden is returning to North Carolina Central University. All right. Double Eagles. Okay. We got oh, Eagles. Okay. And Eagles at Central. Okay. So I've already been invited to attend the NCCU homecoming because people were mad that they couldn't come to the USC homecoming. Anybody can come to the USC homecoming, okay? You just got to get there early. Here's pay the thing, $5. Everyone does come, usually. It's just... Um... Some cousins felt left out because oh, of the oh. link-up, but, you know. So, That's October 31st. October 31st is NCCU's 2020 homecoming. So, okay. if anybody out there is in that area, you know, in October. October. <laughs> Those were all my shout outs. Are you ready to get into the mess? Are you sipping on anything? Um, I am sipping on ginger ale. No gentleman's jack, unfortunately. Because I've got a little stomachy thing going on. I am sipping on um Minute Maid fruit punch. Yes. Um, because I died last night and I'm <laughs> still Um Yeah, shout out to my friend Benjamin. I love him. Boy Wasted. Always shows me a great time when we go out. Are you drinking the Minute Maid from the carton, from the jug, or from the um plastic bottle? From the carton with the screw at the top. Now, that, oh, jug, that jug juice hits a little differently. That, that's the thing. They all hit differently. That's why I had to ask which one was you getting. From what I remember, the carton, no, the jug is supreme, the it carton is. Second, and that plastic bottle shit can actually be poured down the sink. I don't want the it plastic near. bottle shit is like PBR. It's just like water, so you just pour it down. Oh my god! On that note, <laughs> and I was smoking cigars last night, so if my voice sounds a little raspy, oh, you, are you going to be big Ange for this episode? <sighs> all the mobsters, all the wise guys. It's funny you say that because that video. I don't know where I was at, but like within the last twenty four hours. Someone I walked by was watching that video. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Big Ange. Big Ange. I miss her. What a goddess. Goddess. A queen before her time. Did you see um our favorite person at the cigar bar? He was not working, but I met the owners. um, A husband and wife who were very nice. Like, Ooh. You know, it's always odd to me when these bu- new businesses <laughs> pop up and they see a black person and they can either ignore you or go out of their way to be nice to you, even in 2020. And they went out of their way to be very, very nice to me. Um, showed my friend how to pick out cigars. $8 Moscato. <laughs> oh, $8, so $8, Prosecco. $8 Prosecco and Moscato? Sis, I'm going to have to make a trip for yes. real. Yes, it was love. I had a lovely time. I'm definitely taking you when we go. I'm right. All righty. So are you ready to get into the pod topics? Good yeah. Let me, let me gird my loins. Can I just say 2020 started off with a bang? Girl, it literally, it was a fire. <laughs> Put on your Katy Perry wig and get strapped in because these topics today. Ooh. Let's start with um, the former, the formerly known Duchess of Sussex. Oh, oh, Jesus. And her husband and baby Archie, um, all three of them put out a statement on their Instagram stating that they were going to take a step back from royal duties. Um, 
in case y'all have been living under a rock ever since <laughs> Megan decided to marry for love. Um, the UK tabloids, the press, even her own family have been harassing her. Endless. raggedy motherfuckers just raggedy and you know what william i used to love you but then you went bald and you turned into a straight up bald-headed nigga you <laughs> one of the worst ones <laughs> fuck you william That's he lost his hairline hair. he lost his damn mind you lost your hairline you lost your dick your wife is unhappy but um back to the real stars <laughs> megan and harry are deciding to split so aside from taking a step back from the royal duties um they will be splitting their time between North America mm-hmm. in the UK. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying Canada. That's the rumor. Um, apparently, they've already found property in Canada. And when they left for Christmas, because I want to say when they left for their six week trip, that was already in the apparently the Canada part as far as like housing, that was already in the works. Um, Ashley called me this week because she was social media free. So when she found out, she wanted to know my opinion. I said, wait for the podcast. You did. She she was holding out on me, y'all. I was she was holding, holding on me out. like a virgin on prom night. <laughs> <laughs> um, as soon as I saw the news, I said, good for Megan. Megan has been, like I said, hounded endlessly. Yeah. The amount of anxiety and depression she's faced, the amount of postpartum depression she has faced. Ooh. Um, just people hate her because she is a black woman, because she is not of royal nobility. And I think they, they just hate to see anybody fucking happy. Mm-hmm. So to take a step like that, a step like that is actually really, really huge, huge, bigly. Um, I'm really proud of her. I'm glad that she's putting her mental health first. Harry done said, y'all ain't about to fuck up my wife like y'all did my mama. Y'all are not a not situation. So let me tell y'all what it is. We know Harry's about that life. Um, We've been new. Like, I feel like since Harry's been a youngin, it's been very clear that he, he was not here, like... For any of the... Bo- I just think of him walking behind his mom's casket and how sullen and, like, his fists were balled up and, like, he's like, this is really fucking horrible. So I definitely see that he does not want history to repeat itself. Plus, mm. the royal family been on some bullshit um, with Prince Andrew and the ties to Epstein. Yeah. So I think now is the y'all too ghetto for that. Basically, is what they're saying. Um, we know William has been sticking his dick everywhere and everywhere, allegedly planting false stories about Megan to cover up the fact that he has been having an affair. Which is- it, it be your own niggas. It be your own family. The fuck? And y'all know the queen is never dying. She gonna be here till 2050. Um, she gonna be here forever. Still driving her Range Rover. Um, I think today her and Harry are having a conference or a meetup, so. Oh, they they having a meetup. Is I wonder if it's gonna end like on Love and Hip Hop where they be throwing drinks. They gonna be throwing <laughs> hot tea. They gonna be sur- sur- separated by a big ass table in a hall somewhere. <laughs> what was the reason? I go fuck you, dog. <laughs> but um, I wish them the. I really, I don't want to see them. I want them to go live their life away from the press, away from everybody. But it's interesting to me now how everyone is obsessed with them and how Piers Morgan and his fat ass. I hate him. I wish nothing but the worst. He has like 
brainwashed Harry and she was never good enough. I don't know why black, I think I, I know why, but black women intimidate y'all motherfuckers so much. We are that powerful. It, it's, I believe. it's amazing quite actually. I believe it was Maya Angelou, Dr. Maya Angelou that once said, does it make you angry? Don't you take it awful hard that I laugh like I got gold mines pumping in my back, y'all. Like, you mad. You mad, like, this? You mad, <laughs> mad press. You mad vex, my nigga. You need to chill, okay? Like, ooh. I'm gonna let you finish, though. Go ahead, girl. Um, I was finished. That's all I have to say. I wish them the best. I hope they get the life they want Um, away from the press and away from everybody. Leave them the fuck alone. Leave me alone. And that is how you become a princess and a boss bitch all at once. Ran off on the plug twice. Ran off on the motherfucking plug. And they want to be financially independent. That run really, I was like, oof, they don't need your money. So I did some research. and Because Piers Morgan was talking about how he didn't think it was fair that, you know, they got to reap the rewards and benefits of British taxpayers. So I went and did, ooh, excuse me, I went and did my Googles and come to find out um, the royal like family's budget and finances are only contributed from British taxpayer dollars by 3%. So like out of 100% of the money that they get, 97% of it is from like a family entity that's been going since the 12, the, since like the 1200s. And the other 3% is from British taxpayers. So it's like, really, sir? Like, th- you think that your little scrawny dollars is what's keeping <laughs> Megan and Harry afloat? You bitch. But, um... Like, she I didn't was- have a whole career and a whole LLC and a whole everything before she met him. Th- th- that's the... I think that's the whole the part business. That's the part they get me. They talk about Megan like she was some chick off like no offense Kate had less of a pedigree than Megan did Kate was just some chick who William met at school and no offense from the rumors William was just like his daddy he was fucking somebody else (laughs) but I doc this ain't about that this ain't about that musty ass scary ass chick ass bitch (laughs) when I see you I'm coming out and I'm whoop your schedule Took me off the skip. Anyways, but I just, I find it mind-boggling how it, it should, I feel like in a normal world, Harry and Megan announcing, we don't have to stay here and take your abuse. Harry said, um, I'm a slut, get me lit, I dare you, aka, fuck with my wife and see if I don't put some shit up in your ass. Like, don't fuck with me. Y'all ain't finna have my wife going out like my mama did. And you would think that them saying the unfair ridicule and unjust critique of my wife and our relationship and now to our child, we are not going to sit here and deal with it. You would think that the British tabloids and, you know, critical parties of the like would say, wow, that's really messed up. Like they can't, they feel like they can't have any peace here. So they're leaving to go split their time and be financially independent, which is Loki saying, fuck you, royal family. Cause y'all didn't step in and try and make this better. But instead it seems as if the critiques have gotten worse. And just like, it shows as a smooth reminder that like, 
these these people ain't shit. This world ain't shit. And at this point, you might as well be happy. It's like we here for a good time, not a long time at this point. Australia is on fire. Um, our the United States president is literally acting a plum duck fool. Like at this point, you gotta do what you want to do. And Life is too short. It's too short it's to too please short. other people. It's too short, like it's from the bay. Okay, like <laughs> little well. Still twerking. Okay. <laughs> What's my favorite word? Bitch. <laughs> Kathleen. <laughs> Why you gotta say it like short? Bitch. <laughs> Anywho, continue. Um, do you have any well wishes for the happy couple and baby Archie? Oh yeah, I wish them nothing but the best. I wish they rake up rake it up like a Yo Gotti song, like get all of the money. I heard they had already trademarked the Sussex name. Sussex name. Lord, I said suck it. Sorry. Um, the <laughs> Sussex name. And so they finna, they finna have money on top of money. Because be like, I remember when they got married and the obsession. Like, people in um, like Britain and the UK were paying them dust. But we in America, comma, pause, however, we were obsessed. I still know people who are go anytime they go to London the first thing they do is they go buy like the Meghan and Harry wedding souvenir stuff so I cannot imagine that this new line of stuff that they are going to do with the Sussex brand will not bring them bankroll wish them nothing but the best and I wish they would give hearty fuck yous to everyone in that palace including that cadaver of a King Philip ugh his corpse has been reanimated like twenty times. It's like they keep taking him out of the freezer. Like you, like you, 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 you from the country? You know how everybody got a deep freezer, like <laughs> in the garage. The yeah, I feel it's like the they, seafood or chicken in it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel both. like they put him in the deep freezer at night, and then anytime <laughs> they gotta take him out for like public appearances, they just take him out a little bit hour early, just thaw him out. Like your mom say, take that meat out before you leave. Yeah, I feel like that's how they do Prince Philip. They just they need to him. be on that Futurama tease and just take the head off. And put yeah, it on. like they got they gonna have to start spraying a little bit of water on him so he can move. You little stiff. That's what happens when you fuck your cousin. Thank Alrighty. you. Let's talk about another strong black woman that intimidates other people. Again, starting off twenty twenty, we talking about Lizzo again. Oh, Chile. Jillian Michael um, decided to climb from wherever the fuck she was and stop eating pussy for two seconds to drag Lizzo and her weight. Is she still fucking married? You know what? Never mind. Wasn't she married and cheating on her wife? With another married woman? Eating puss on the side. Go ahead, girl. Do you, girl. Just munching away. She took a moment to stop doing that to talk about Lizzo's appearance and saying that we should not be celebrating her due to her size, and that she hopes she doesn't get di- catch diabetes soon. Catch diabetes. <sighs> this bitch. Um, yeah. I, I, <gasps> I, I, I wasn't going to talk about this topic because I'm tired of people attacking Lizzo for being I'm a black woman. I can't believe we're still talking about this shit in 2020 of how y'all hate black women who enjoy themselves, who are secure with their bodies. 
and having a great time and are successful. Nobody hates black women until we are successful and living our lives. And then we got this sardine fish faced bitch. Who are you even? Who are you? She really does look like that one fish from SpongeBob. I can't remember the name, <laughs> but it's like the blue one. Is this the driver instructor or no? I think so. I'm sorry. I can only watch SpongeBob under certain conditions, and it is hella funny. <sighs> um, Jillian Michael, I want you to sit the fuck down. You're entitled to your opinion. It's just why are you picking on Lizzo? Why? I just... Why? <laughs> what was the reason? What was that reason? My thing with um how everyone and their use of fat shaming, I always find it interesting that it's like, oh, why are you talking about them like they're healthy when they could have high blood pressure and heart disease and cancer and um, diabetes? And every time I think about that, I think about my first therapist this woman who was vegan, who ran marathons and 5Ks and literally died while running and exercising because she had underlying heart disease. And she was skinny. She, or By all means, she was healthy, quote unquote. And it's just like, I don't see this grave concern y'all have for non-obese people. But all of a sudden, if a bitch put a fat, if a bitch put a hamburger to her mouth one too many times, all of a sudden, it's time to call the police. Like, <laughs> I don't understand it. And it's just, it blows my mind that, uh, y'all know, and I don't, I always wonder if this was a characteristic of a Leo or just an Ashley characteristic. But you got one time to have, it's already a stupid conversation, but I'm probably going to be cordial about it one time. And after you just keep bringing it up, I'm going to look at you like you stupid. So that's how I look at the world right now, constantly having this conversation about Lizzo. It's ridiculous. Like, y'all ain't, y'all, y'all want some lip gloss? Y'all mouth ain't dry from talking about the same thing? Adele just lost a ton of weight and people still talking about her. Child. Like, what do y'all want? What do you guys want? Not to mention the only reason they're talking about that weight loss is because they think she lost that weight so she could get another man. Which is fucked up in itself. <laughs> People make me sick. I want to fight everybody. Fuck y'all. When Nike puts out these plus size mannequins, you guys still have a problem with it. So Oof, which yeah. which one is it? That, do you want- that- Thank do you, you want people to be up. healthy or do you want them to stay fat? And I think fat people know they're fat. I know. I think they are aware that they're susceptible to more diseases than others. I don't think someone is sitting there choosing to be fat. It's okay to love the skin you're in. I'll the weight I'm at now is going to be this day. way for a while. So y'all might as well get used to it. I wake up with these rolls every day. Cause I got, I got to put on clothes. I got to walk past the mirror. I got to take a shower. I got I got to walk upstairs. I got God knows what. Excuse me. And y'all think I don't know I'm fat. I live in my body. But the thing, something you just said reminds me of how people are so weird about their treatment of obese people because the something you said about the mannequins. I remember I made a complaint that I could not find proper workout gear. And someone has something to say about it. And I'm like, wait a minute now. So you talk shit about my fat ass. So when I get <laughs> I'm going to go 
work out and I would like some clothes to work out in. But more importantly, I want the cute workout clothes. I want the nice little colorful um sports bra. I want the high-waisted leggings that how like bandage look and like cut out and all that fun stuff and make your butt look big. And I want the nice little Nike free trainers. But if I can't find them in my fucking size, what? So you expect me to go to the gym in an oversized tall tee looking like a franchise boy? <laughs> And when, like, so I have to look like Shamu until I don't look like Shamu. But You're not allowed to that, look cute because you care about your health. I'm sorry. On top of that, if I go to the gym, you're staring at me because you're wondering how long am I going to be on the um treadmill? Are you wondering how long am I going to take up space? Y'all don't not, and I don't mean y'all. You know what I mean, but it's just like. Y'all are funny. Y'all are so fucking funny till you're not funny. And we're on to you. Y'all think y'all slick with the way y'all say shit and the way that y'all low-key fat shame, little subtle shit y'all say. You ain't fucking subtle. You ain't fucking low. And my fat ass gonna call you out every time I hear it. Because you're a coward. You're a skinny coward, but you a coward none the fucking less. Bitch. I can't stand it. And you're skinny and we still look better than you. Thank you. <laughs> Still got chose. My weight has always fluctuated. I was a chubby little girl. And yeah. then when I went to high school, I had a growth spurt and lost all my weight. And then I was tiny in college and then got big after college. And now I'm in a medium size now. And I have learned to just love my body as it is. I know what the fuck I'm doing. And it's a great body. You can still pull off jumpsuits. Like, I still pull y'all daddies and y'all brothers. So. Thank you. You want a sibling or you want a child? Which right. one? Which, which one are you fucking with? Because I'll still pull your nigga. Baby girl. <laughs> I don't get no complaints. But anyway, um, leave people the fuck alone and worry about yourself. All I'm saying, I ain't never heard a nigga complain about how fat the pussy tastes. Okay. Wow. And that is accurate. Never. Period, poo. Top two, and it's not number two. Ew. Speaking of, ooh, I was about to say something really messy, but I have to broach this topic um, lightly. <laughs> Let's just say, speaking of top twos, boozy oh. versus the Kappas. Do we have to talk about this? <laughs> We have to talk about it. It has been breaking news for the past three days. Um, Y'all little, are the who a rapper by the name of Little Boozy um, was photographed wearing a Kappa sweater, sweatshirt. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. At a basketball event. And <laughs> basketball. the brothers of Kappa Alpha Psi Incorporated had a bit of a problem with him wearing that sweatshirt because he um, did not earn his letters. Huh. Um, even though Boozy has a very popular song that the Kappa stroll to, which is called Wipe Me Down, um, they felt that he was not um he has not earned the right to wear that sweater, our brand, or wear that brand are their letters. Do you have an opinion on this, Ashley? <sighs> These niggas let a man who literally looks like a California raisin. <laughs> a whole grape nut. Uh, like and I'm, and this is not to talk about skin tone. This is to talk about thin. This man is ugly. This man is ugly. U G L Y. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly. You ugly. He is mad. He's ugly. Like you got to say that shit with your chest. But I haven't really paid attention too much to it because all I'll say is this: some of y'all 
are telling on y'all selves, like nationals and regionals don't be fucking watching y'all tweets. And that's all I'm going to say. Because y'all talking about how niggas don't earn their letters and how they don't get in the cut for shit. Next thing you know, when nationals pop up at your chapter meetings and start reading our tweets and y'all get snatched off the yard, your feelings going to be hurt. I'm a GDI, so... um, I'm a non-affiliate. I don't like GDI just because when people... When people who are Greek say that, they're saying it like I'm less than. So I real I realized like, oh, so either we we gonna we gonna shoot the fade and you gonna you gonna get some goddamn <laughs> like play with me. But yeah, you're non affiliated and that's fine. I'm non affiliated and um so I don't really have an opinion on this. I just thought it was funny. Boozy's response was, Okay, fuck y'all, I'm gonna do what the fuck I want. Seriously. None of y'all can fight me, though. This is a nigga who cooks eggs with a butter knife, prison style. This, if y'all shoot this nigga fade, still thinks he's in prison. Like, y'all, still y'all thinks he's in fight. prison. He's a trash individual, but um, very entertaining, to say the least. Um, the there are other, there are other issues y'all could be fighting, but um, devoting your energy to Lil Boozy. Remember when that girl said um, that she, what did she say she'd do to Sasha Obama if she were to? Oh, yeah. She said she would drag her. Once again. The FBI locked that Twitter account down immediately. (laughs) Y'all be saying shit like like someone else is not watching who can come through and really wreck your shit in 2.5 seconds. Be smart. Be smart. That's all I got to say. Be, Be smart. smart and represent your organization in a positive light. I mm-hmm. really, I don't, I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous, but when it comes to Twitter and organizations, you guys are never painted in a positive light. And I think that needs to change with the new year or yeah. the new decade. It's always some bullshit. Mm-mm-mm. But I'm not affiliated, so I don't have an opinion. Moving on. Moving on. Next guy. Last Sunday were the Golden Globes. Did you watch them? I honestly didn't know the Golden Globes were happening until I woke up the next day. <gasps> I've been out of the loop. I'm that telling it's you. terrible. Um, I, I watched them because um, Ricky Gervais was hosting, and I don't think he's funny. Oh god, I don't get his that brain to comedy. Sense. I'm not intelligent enough. Oh, he's just fucking unfunny. I also realized that I checked out of the Golden Globes. Because I, um they completely shut out when they see us out of the nominations, so I had all at that moment, right. I, I was gonna say that it was very white. Rocks. Yeah, I believe it. Very Lily White. Wait, was it Lily White? Was it like F Ecru White? I'll say Lily White, with the exception of Tom Hanks getting his Lifetime Achievement Award, and we all know black people. We know about Tom Hanks. Can we talk about that son? You know, we actually don't have to we talk can about, talk that about Chet Hanks. Let's we talk don't about have Chet to. Hanks. We we don't have to. I changed my mind. Oh, we don't have to talk about <laughs> it. Big up. <laughs> Chet Hanks is um, you know, he's been through a lot. Um, he sniffed a lot. He has sniffed a lot. Tom Hanks has not played with him his entire life. He literally, I really feel like he was one of those kids in kindergarten. Who picked his nose and ate glue? Like I just feel it <laughs> in my shadow. I feel it in my shadow that that was him. I was on his Instagram page and he like did an interview about how he got sent to like um, it wasn't military school, 
but these people came in the middle of the night because he had been doing so much bullshit that Rita and Tom were like, all right, baby, you got to go. So they came into <laughs> his room at 3 a.m. like they do on Mari and dragged him out the house. And he spent like six months in Utah. Oh, he got sent to reform school. Then. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, obviously, it did not work. I think he's, really... he, yeah, but he's, I think he said he's been sober and clean for a couple of years. He used to have a drug addiction problem. Uh, you you know never mind stop it he's turning his life around he got a little black baby um, uh, why am I not surprised by that so if y'all y'all keep thinking that Tom Hanks is what he says he is <laughs> uh-huh. um, apparently Brad Pitt won some award and everybody lost their minds um, what else happened I don't really remember black people me neither like I, I said I hadn't heard, the only thing I heard about the Golden Globe was that Reese Witherspoon asked um, Beyonce and Jay-Z's table for a glass of water. They gave her a glass of champagne. And then a few days later, a whole case of Ace of Spades showed up. I also would like to mention that we talk about how Reese Witherspoon's daughter looks just like her. But Reese Witherspoon looks just like her mom. So it's like three generations of the same person. The same face. That is hilarious. What a but strong that's all face I know about it is. That is all I know about. All it. I know is that Beyonce they, they showed there. up, brought her own champagne, and then left. Beyonce thinks she me. <laughs> she thinks she me. It's like I didn't come to actually talk to you niggas. I just I just came to look cute. Get like, oh hello. <laughs> Dirty martini, anyone? <laughs> Speaking of, happy belated birthday to Blue Ivy. Yes. The only child I know to avoid the bump ends curse. Like <laughs> how how play like Oh, these little children, they got it so easy. Happily belated birthday to her. I wish her the best. The queen. Still more successful than I'll ever be in my entire life. Yeah, talk about it. Um, we can talk about somewhat successful people. Tyler Perry. Ooh. Posted a video to Twitter of all of his scripts of all of his shows and boasted that he writes everything. The general response was, nigga, we know, because all of that shit is terrible. (laughs) And then we got into a discussion of how he does not allow anyone into his writer's room. Anti-union. What's going on? We were just praising Tyler Perry last month about opening his studio. I just dragged him on the last episode for how terrible the BET shows are. Um, Nigga, we know you've been writing all that shit. We know. We know. We're aware. We know. We know you write everything on the Oval. We know the dialogue. We know you write everything, Medea. We know. Where, where? Opinions? Questions? Comments? Um, I've been making a list recently of people who do, like, who will go and do something good, and then they'll counteract it (laughs) with something really shitty. And so far, he's, like, the fourth person I've had to add to the list. And it's just like, I think I read somewhere, because like I said, y'all know I like, I'm a nerd, so I like to research stuff. I read somewhere that he writes everything from the perspective of, perspectives of the conversations he used to listen to his mother and his aunts have. And I'll be wanting to be like, so have you figured out that your aunts and your mom ain't really knew what the fuck they was talking about? <laughs> and this was like the 60s or 70s or however the fuck old you are. So it has to eventually translate. It's just like you can't do 
all of this good work and then still do shitty shit. Like, fam. And you're all about people creating their own lane for their own opportunities, but yet you are holding the key to those opportunities and not giving them out. Which is it, sis? Which is it? Uchi Wally or is it one mic? Like... Uh, like I said, he's on the list of people who disappoint me, but also do things, and I'm like, damn. He really had the unmitigated gall to post all those scripts that are terrible and sit up here on Al Gore's internet and say, yeah, call me. I want to talk about me. want to talk about I. want to talk about number one on my own. What I think, what I, what I, what I, what I, what I, what I see. I like talking about you, 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 you. <laughs> but occasionally, I want to talk, talk about, about me. Me, me, me. me. Okay, I want to talk about me. Yes, <laughs> no, sis. <laughs> but yeah, I just, like I said, I'm just. Fuck I'm, Toby Keith, though, but yeah. I'm, hell yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Disappointment. Matter of fact, I told Kiki this yesterday. I was like, I'm done with expectations and wishing the and like and thinking the best of people. Everybody is shit. 2020, everyone is a terrible person until proven otherwise. Even when they do halfway nice shit, they're still a sucky person. Like I don't have it. I'm tired of being disappointed. Y'all have diminished my hopes. I have nothing. (coughs) Speaking of sucky people, shout out to Lori Harvey, still the goat, having a birthday celebration this weekend. Ew. <laughs> walk him like a dog, sis. Walk him like a dog. Material girl. Material girl. Material girl. Material girl. I've seen this whole discussion about not even from men, but women. Like y'all put Lori on this high pedestal, but she's just a hoe. And it's like I would hope that you think I'm smarter than that. That I'm celebrating the fact that she's a young black woman, willingly making mistakes, but living her own life and not giving a fuck. I told y'all, hang Lori um Jersey from the Rafters. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, sis has done what the fuck she has wanted to do. And as a matter of fact, so I saw um someone say this today. They were like, it's crazy how um people have like made say all these things, and we have never known Lori to be like very vocal. Like, there's no narrative that comes from her. She literally just posts her picture. Her and y'all rut with the assumptions. So everyone else has created a narrative. And I think that is very interesting. You ain't never heard her release a statement. Like, it has been crickets. She needs to get on the ball, like, business-wise. I don't know what she's I, I doing. Agree. I agree. Girl, you I need think... a TV show or a web series or some like a YouTube series or Netflix. Because there are a lot of people interested in what the fuck she does. Maybe Marjorie has babied her a little bit. I feel I feel like all of Marjorie's other kids, they have all taken um what matter of fact, Marjorie and Steve Harvey's kids have all capitalized off of as much as we talk shit about him, the power behind Steve Harvey's brand. Steve Harvey's two twin daughters, they own they own like a very big like nonprofit. And they do like a lot of motivational speaking and panel discussion work. Another son runs a very nice business. And it feels like everyone else has capitalized off of the come up that has been granted to them. And I think that, and the thing about it is, she's not even the baby. There's still one more child behind her. And even he has capitalized off of what the brand is. And I'm just like, 
ma'am, you can you you can be cute and you know spend these niggas money, which by all means spend these niggas money. I believe the great prophetess Rihanna once said, "I got a house and I need new furniture, but why spend <laughs> mine when I can spend yours?" And like you know, I agree. Like by all means, get to the bag, run up a check, do what you must, but at some point. Let's get something of sustenance yes. and like let's let's get some monetize thyself, Nicole Walters voice. Like let's let's run up. Let's get an Alta partnership or I think so. An essence internship where you have a column. Like let's 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 monetize. Let's get a YouTube channel, okay? Like let's or a Zeus Network TV show. Oh, bitch. <laughs> On that note, I would watch a VH1 reality show just following her around. I would do that. I would watch. And she don't even have to show Future or Diddy. Just I want to see what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, I I honestly don't care about these niggas. Like, if anything, I feel like people give these niggas too much. I want to know about you. I want to know about your beauty regimen. I want to know how do you get your hair so silky like that? Like, soft. Yeah, like what do you use to lay your baby hairs with? Like. Oh, like, come on. I would enjoy, like, a buddy comedy reality show <laughs> of her and Jordan Woods. I would enjoy that. They need to link up and monetize. Jordan monetized. That's the thing. Jordan has taken lemons and made... She's monetized yeah. and she's fed her family let somebody she else. She's made limoncello. Fuck, fuck lemonade. Sis has made limoncello. Okay. She has a BET original movie out. Uh-uh, Paula uh-uh, Patton. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. We're, we're highlighting. We're highlighting. That is a highlight. That's a low light. Ooh, <laughs> Ashley said it, not me. <laughs> but the reason I brought her up is because I wanted to talk about music that came out. We have um, Drake and Future. Did you listen to their Life is Good song? I haven't heard it yet. Oh, you should listen to it. It's good. Drake don't need to be on there. I really think it's Future's song, if I'm correct. Lamp told me the video has niggas mad because they think that Drake and Future are talking shit about niggas who work regular jobs. But based on like the stills I've seen, it's like these niggas have done what they've had to do in that moment with whatever job they had so that they could get to something better. I don't see the problem. I didn't get that from the video. I, I just, I, I mean, I saw, I see too. what you're saying. I don't see why people would be mad. I don't think they were making fun. So, uh, according, I to- think it was like saying you can have any job and still grind to what you right. want to fucking do. The fact that I have to defend future right now is making me mad. And fuck all y'all niggas. See, when Lamp told me, I was like, that. I was like, that, that, that's the, that's the conversation. He was like, yeah, man. Not, not the fact like- that there are hardly any dark skinned women in the video. Hi, hi. That's hey. what I'm talking about. I mean, it's a mu- first of all, I want y'all to know Drake has no thought into any of his music videos. If you go back, none of his music videos make sense. Whatever it it's takes. just him taking a little bop and having three or four lines so he can get his Degrassi wings back. I know I can make it through. But I didn't get that from the I just saw it as um two niggas having jobs. If I hold up, if I can I know I can make it through. I know. Ah! Be the best. Okay, anyway. The best that can be. That was a soap opera. You like, are. What? That theme song knocks. 
I remember where I was when Jimmy got shot. Like, I remember everybody came back to school that next day. They was like, yo, did you see oh, the oh my, crack? God. my parents had a legal cable and we had the end. <laughs> Friday night's bitch. <laughs> and they didn't do the two episode shit like they do recently. They did the one episode a week. Child. Everybody was talking about it. I was like, why y'all had to play my boy Rick like that? Rick played himself. Ooh, and Spinner set him up so he could shoot Jimmy. Spinner was a piece of shit. It's, it's always mm, be be worried about the devil you know. My God, that's a message for somebody. Be worried about <laughs> the devil you know. Who's your favorite Degrassi character of all time? Of all time? Of all time. Of all time? Um, I have two. Um, Liberty Van Zant just because she was so insufferable, <laughs> but at the same time, like she had very good quick one liners. Like I enjoyed, she was very quirky. I enjoyed her. Um, and then this is gonna be very controversial, Manny Santos, just because I had a feeling Manny, you were gonna say her. Manny was always in some shit. Like she never was just like I'm a chill, I'm a cool out. I'm not going to cause no rigmarole. Ain't going to be no who shot John of it. Manny was always giving you theater. And not like acting skills, but like it was always drama. Like, ma'am, calm down. Sit sit, sit down and rest a little while. Showing her titties, showing her ass crack. Oh, yeah. I remember that thong episode. Honey. And, and Emma was like, oh, no, ma'am. Emma said, I will not be friends with the school slut. And then the <sighs> season, Emma was sucking dick in the woods. <laughs> And got chlamydia. Chlamydia. Oh, was it um gonorrhea? She got both, I believe. Cause there's gonorrhea, there's chlamydia, there's another one that's um viral. Not viral. There's another one that's. <laughs> What's the other one? I I wouldn't know. My I mother's know. very disappointed in me because Planned Parenthood. I I used. We'll talk about how my mother's um sex ed tactic was to make me learn about a different STD or STI every week. And then on Friday, she would have me come down to her job. Syphilis, yes. That's the other one. The clap. Make it clap. clap. Yeah, my mom used to show me what an untreated genital area looked like without treatment for that STI. And that was enough to keep my legs closed until I was 19 years old. I feel like I did pretty good. Just saying. Because, like, whew, I was very afraid. Just think about what a different place the world would be if someone did that to Future. And on that note... So, Normani and Meg put out a song for the Birds of Prey movie, which I've seen zero promotion for. DC, get get it the fuck together. Everyone knows DC is trash. Warner Brothers... Them niggas can't the do fuck are y'all shit, doing? This movie comes out in like three weeks. Them niggas can't do shit. I have not shit. seen, I ain't even seen a full trailer. <sighs> Shame. Meanwhile, what? Wonder Woman has been filming for the past two years. I've seen the trailer before the trailer came out. Yeah, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder like... Woman in her fucking bag, but this Birds of Prey movie, like, which Rocky I Perez think is in it. Which Jesse, I think is Journey really good. It, it looks good, but I have not seen any promotion. Right. 
all anybody can talk about is how that sorry ass Joker won't be in it. Anyway, Normani and Megan, have you listened to their song? No. <gasps> have you seen any visuals? Seeing visuals, Normani and this um bottom girl. Ooh, girl, I stand. <laughs> I stand the icy girl. Um, there have been complaints that people are tired of Normani having these basic ass songs. To that, I say, you guys, it you know, pressure builds a diamond. It takes a while. She just can't come out the gate with bops on bops on bops. This is a slow build. We are watching a legend in the making. I don't even think, I hate to say it, I don't think anyone has paid attention to what Normani has said she's wanted. Normani has wanted to go the pop route. Right. So I feel like the people who are always saying this are people who expect her to come out with these R&B bangers. And Madame has already said that's not what the fuck she wants. That is not what she will be doing. She wants to be, she wants to give you Ariana Grande latte. She wants to give you <laughs> Halsey with um a nice little bundle. Like, homegirl's trying to give you chain smoker vibes. She's trying okay? to give you ass shaking on top of a pop tune. Thank you. She, she, she is literally giving you Britney Spears, but Britney with an I instead of an EY, okay? With a working kneecap. Uh, whoo, I'm gonna make a lot of baby that motivation. Give her time. I'm just saying, Normani has already, she, she's, she hasn't even technically done quite as much if you count it like quantity wise. Is that little heifer, Camila, Cabello, Cabella chair, whatever? But quality. Camilla Cagoto. I feel like she's lapped Camilla in the quality lane. I feel like she has lapped her. But, you know, people have different measures of what they think is successful. Like I said, I think everyone, I, I think the Beyonce comparisons have hurt Normani in the eyes of the public. Because everyone has put her in this box of Beyonce, but even Normani has said that is not the box I want to be in. Um, let's be very clear. I'm just trying to do what I. I think want that's to the do. trajectory she said she has wanted. Yeah, but she's gonna do it her own way. Mm-hmm. I think I think everyone just gotta let Normani do her thing her way. And I think y'all forget Beyonce was straight up pop. Beyonce was the first person to successfully and equally do pop in R and B heavily. Also, for one pop tune with Destiny's Child, we have an R and B tune. Remember that um, Beyonce was supposed to technically be like inferior to Ashanti. Remember when Jermaine Dupri said that she's no Ashanti. Jermaine Dupri, he isn't even five foot one, so why is he speaking? I'm going to leave it at that. All I'm going to say is Beyonce was supposed to come in second to fucking Ashanti in her um in her chin, not chin strips, um her sideburns. Okay? She was supposed to be second place to Ashanti and her sideburns. And let's just say we all know how that ended. So, I don't... I don't it ended I don't... with Ashanti scooting her pussy on a bare floor <sighs> and getting dumped by Nelly. Next, he's a terrible person though, so that was a blessing in disguise. And an alleged rapist. Well, kind of like Trey Songs. Um, oh, I had two topics because I talked about Meg. I I don't know if I should talk about the space ghost that is named Moneybag Yo. About the builder. The nigga without a chin. 
The man with no face nor a neck. The the chowder man. <laughs> I, I no, we can we, we can leave him. We can do this Jack all Horseman. day. Leave him and Bojack Horseman where the fuck they at. I want no parts of them. Um, money bag hole. Um, yeah. Good luck on your album coming out. I I don't know what he, what does he do. Who is he? Who? <laughs> He's dating that girl you like. Bojack Horseman? The girl who you say, um, no, I said she looks like an upside down balloon. Bojack Horseman. Oh, that's her name? Yeah. You know Bojack. You know Bojack and, um, what's what's his name? And Rufus, the naked. Rufus. He does look like Rufus like a fucking gerbil. The last thing I was going to mention is it is time for our um, quarterly Black China versus Rob Kardashian (laughs) (laughs) He is a legend that Dream can say what the fuck. She twerks. Um, Just that she's been exposed to some indecent behavior and he's now seeking full custody once again. Embezzle! Embezzle? Embezzle? Cut the cameras, I'm serious. Cut the cameras, that ass. Embezzle? Embezzle. I just cannot. Embezzle? <laughs> it's cookie time, it's cookie time, it's cookie time, it's cookie um, time. What, what do you think about that? Do you think he'll finally get full custody of his baby? Where the fuck is King? Does that baby still exist? Was that his name? Yeah, King. Um, that looks like Zuri. Oh my god. Oh, I just want to give a shout out to Zuri James and her little channel. She she is so adorable. I just... I have mixed feelings on that. She's a cutie pie. She's adorable, and I, I think it's a smart idea, but I just have this whole thing about kids and social media. Child. And how I think that's kind of dangerous, but we'll see. Child. I'm hoping that they had... Well, not hoping, because I'm pretty sure... LeBron and Savannah have like a pan a plan in place for you know that revenue that she will rake in. I feel like they probably said there is a six year old who made thirty nine point one million. She has to fill out a fucking ten ninety nine. Yeah, in a year <laughs> opening toys on YouTube. They was like, if if her little ass can be in this house watching these goddamn YouTube channel, she gonna be on YouTube. So it's like I think the I think the idea is cute, and I'm just hope more than likely they're probably overseeing everything, and she's just probably the face of it. But I, I watched the first episode. I was like, "Oh, this is cute." Like I said, her little voice cracks me up. She's like, "Hi, hi, name is it? You probably know my daddy and them. Like, oh, such a cutie. You but probably yeah. know my daddy and his hairline." Yeah, I, I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who that hairline is. <laughs> I don't think he knows where his hairline is. Let me stop talking shit about LeBron. LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> I hope Rob Kardashian gets custody of his child if that is the case um, of what he's alleging. I truly believe everything he's saying. He is a well-known liar, but he does this every year. Him and Black Channel will be beefing. He'll sue for full custody, and then two weeks later, don't talk about the mother of my child. It was a fat ass Kelly Price. 
<laughs> no, but seriously, where's King? I haven't seen King in ages. Child, I don't know where that child is at this That's Tiger's son, right? Yeah. Okay. Damn, I forgot Tiger had children. Child. He has ah. more than one, doesn't he? Ah. No, it's just him. Okay, I thought he was fucking some girl that used to date Tristan Thompson and they had a baby. Mm-mm, but I heard that, well, you know what, never mind, I'm not going to say that. I'll just say allegedly, allegedly women tend to fall downstairs around him. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. A Chris Brown situation. Okay. Congrats <laughs> to Chris Brown and his newborn. Um. That's all I have for topics. Is there anything else you wanted to add or talk about? Uh, um, I don't think so. Like I said, I've been... Oh, wait, hold on. I wrote stuff down because I've been doing... Um, I wrote down thoughts while I was away. So I'm like, <laughs> here's something interesting. I'm like, oh, how do you remember that? Um, We don't have to talk about... Well... Um, the Azrael versus Jocelyn, I had heard, or Jocelyn, whatever that little gal name is, I heard about that, and I was like, ooh, um, that's strange, the, the, the concubines are fighting, but, um, I'm gonna leave that alone, because I don't really know the details, and yeah, it just seems really sad, but, um, yeah, that was the only other thing I had written down on my thoughts while away list, that's so. Bad. We can take a break or whatever. R. Kelly, I hope you rot in jail for the rest of your life, you sick bastard. You fucking bottom-ass bitch. <laughs> Doja Cat has a song called that. Oh, my God. Um. All right. We'll take a break, and we'll be back to discuss movies and television. All right. We're black. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about Netflix. Netflix. Um, season two of Good Girls is on there if you guys want to get caught up before it Good is. Girls comes back. It's news, it is. It was a lituation. Have you seen all of that? Yeah, I saw like I said, it was stressing me out. So at one point I was like, Lord, I don't know if I'm gonna make it. Beth let real hit it in a bathroom. Child. Cha, cha. Shaggy had the nerve to serve her with divorce papers. There's a lot going on. Oh, I hate that man. Spoiler alert, I don't think Rio's dead. Hell no. <laughs> Bebe's kids don't die. They most <laughs> So I look forward to seeing him pop up at the end of season three. I guarantee you that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Mid-season, he's going to pop up like, hey, boo. Um, you season two dropped December 26th. Oh, child. <laughs> Did you watch it? No. Um, <laughs> I think the first season of you was like a little too dark for me. So I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to just watch from the side. I'm taking <laughs> a step back. And I watch a lot of stuff from the sidelines now. So like if I hear other people talking about it, that's mostly how I get to watch things. But I've heard... I've heard Joe met his match. Joe met. That's an understatement. Shout out to Penn Bagley. He does a great job in this show. Um, For the people who say that we are romanticizing serial killers, 
once again, I hope you have enough sense to know that we know that this is a fictionalized TV show. And Finn Bagley is extremely woke. I wish I could say the same for Jane the Virgin. She is a whole idiot. Read her like a receipt. (laughs) Like only Gossip Girl could do. Lonely boy! (laughs) I stand. Lonely boy is lit. Season two was, I read the book. Um, If you don't want to get into the show, read the books. The books are really good. Okay. Um, Season two was based on the second book. The author didn't write a third book, so um, I'll be interested to see where season three goes. If they even do a season three. Because the way season two ended, it was kind of, to me, like, we're closing the chapter. I heard a lot of people say they were disappointed in how it ended. Yeah. Um, I will warn you, if you ever decide to watch season two, you're going to have, like, four Becks who you will be rooting for him to kill. Oh, child. Beck was really terrible. Well, like, she pops up in a couple dream sequences, and I'm like, girl, could you go the fuck away? Go away! You don't go here. Um, but yeah, you season two was lit. Kevin Hart had a, I really should call it a mockumentary. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> what a coincidence in the voice of Cardi B. Um, so I'm a messy bitch, so I skipped straight to episode six or six <laughs> to watch the episode where it came out that he cheated. Oh. Kevin Hart, you are a grown ass five foot two man. I cannot believe that you would blame your plastic cup boys for not being there as to reason as to why you cheated on your pregnant wife. And Nico Hart, you are a whole ass idiot. Um, I'm glad that you're glad that he cheated so that it made him a better man. Um, This really solidified what a fucking cunt Kevin Hart is to me. And I wish you nothing but the best, Kevin Hart. I'm done with your ass. Your opinions? Um, I feel like this did him no favors. (laughs) I feel like if you kind of like already didn't rock with him or you were already looking at him sideways, it made you fully look like, yeah, nah, fuck that nigga. If you liked him, unfortunately, I feel like this made a lot lot of people who liked him actually root for him. And then for those who were on the fence... I feel like it really was like the final nail in the coffin. I just, I just don't, like, I don't understand how you get an opportunity to redeem yourself or, like, to clarify. Yourself. And you can control your entire narrative because it's your and production. Then you sound even like the, 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 the fumbling of this not bag but of this opportunity and I I think the wildest part was that there was no lesson learned like it's just like oh well that's the way he is let's buy everybody cars still trash (laughs) Um, aside from the cheating part of it I think for me it was a situation of wow Kevin Hart has a really bad issue with accountability. And it made me realize every scandal that I've heard attached to Kevin Hart, the first time he spoke on it, it was someone else's fault. The second time he talked about it, it was still someone else's fault. And literally, it is always someone else's fault. And it's never his. There's never any accountability, any like 
in any blame taken. Like literally, it's just always somebody else. It never fucking fails. Like I don't understand it. Did you oh, watch the episode of when um the Oscar stuff happened? I watched the whole thing because I, I wanted to give. I wanted to, like I said, I wanted to give him a chance because I was like, maybe he'll be smart with this and redeem himself. But of course, <laughs> of, of course not. Like once again, expectations. What are they? Like I saw the episode that really rubbed me the wrong way was the way he spoke to his quote-unquote friend who also he employs. And it was just a reminder why I always tell people, be very careful who you accept money and resources from because it is always going to be a person keeping a receipt. And I felt secondhand some... embarrassment watching that shit. Oh, yeah. But then I also found it hilarious that, like, he was able to like instantly be like, nah, I fucked up. That was my bad. Blah, blah, blah. You know, here's where I went wrong. Here's why what I did was wrong. Here's what I would do to be better. And it's like, wow. So you can take accountability when it comes to your niggas, but taking accountability when it comes to your wife and you not being able to keep your dick in your pants. That, that 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 is, and then it turned into this whole thing of like how his friend was trying to extort him. So I was like, "You get a get out of jail free card for cheating on your wife because your friend tried to extort you after the fact." All right, it was like, "Oh, it was just so terrible for him because that was someone who was close to him." I was like, and "He was he was still fucking cheating." You flip out on your friends. You talk shit about them, and then like and and. Everyone who I've talked to, guys included, have been like, let's be very fucking clear. I don't care if I work for you. I don't care if there's money involved. Literally, we're we not going to be cool after 24 hours and you say some sideways shit to me like that. Like, maybe we'll get cordial eventually, but, like, we're not going to be instantly cool. So the fact that, yeah, that last said there was just so much wrong. The Oscars thing was weird. Because the more I heard about it, the more I was like, if you had already apologized for it, the statement should... Oh, no, stop everything. Y'all are going to learn about hiring, marketing, and image consultants, and publicists, and paying these people out the wazoo, but not fucking paying attention to what they're saying. It was wild to me that the white lady was like, no, don't do this. And even the homeboy was like, no, shut the fuck up, stay off of social media, and like you said, he was like, you went on a fucking tour saying how you weren't going to apologize again without stating what was wrong with your original statement. Like, are you dumb? Are you thick? I just, like I said, fumbled, fumbled. And you had people who you pay who were telling you, yeah, what you said was not correct. Here is how you should frame it. And he was just like, I'm not saying anything again. Like, I already talked about it. I already addressed it. It was like, you have people who are paid and trained in this field to help you, help your career go a certain way, help your image go a certain way. And he just refused to listen because he thought he was right. And let's be very clear. He is extremely homophobic. Oh, yeah. He's demonstrated that with his comments toward Little Nas X. Um, I have a whole theory on men, black men who are homophobic, but that's another read for another day. I just can't. But I was just like, these, these are people you pay to tell you what to do and you're not listening to them. Like, I don't understand. 
<sighs> yeah, you did yourself no favors with this documentary. And why is this shit coming out now? And that's the other thing. It was supposed to be marketed towards, oh, he was in this really bad car wreck. And, you know, <laughs> originally, before all the Probably cheating about again. The, yeah, about that stuff came out. It was supposed to be like, oh, this is going to talk about what happened after the accident. It wasn't shit in there about that fucking accident. <laughs> like, y'all lie so bad. Y'all get on in y'all get on Al Gore and Beyonce internet and lie so bad. I don't understand. We're gonna we're gonna illustrate his struggles and his road to recovery after he broke his back after cheating on his wife again okay. and leaving his friend to die in a car. But anyway, Kevin Hart is terrible and Ugh, he's so he's such a fucking clown. He is a clown. It's trash. Let's talk about television. Um Real Housewives of Atlanta, are you watching the season? Um, I think I, I forget what I forget what why it was. I stopped watching it. But um I started watching it on Instagram because I was like, I ain't finna The best it. way to watch it in my opinion. I watched um the episode with Cynthia and Mike's proposal, and all I have to say is Kenya, girl, ma'am, sister. You know <laughs> how that shit made you look. But also, God, Mark is a terrible person. Like, two terrible people. My God in heaven. It's two what she deserves. Two terrible-ass people also cannot deal with Nene on this whole train of, I am a victim, and you have done me wrong. I have never ever cheated on you girl oh sorry wrong thing um but yeah wrong storyline wrong storyline but Nene on this on this whole I'm a victim but also I did xyz but I don't want to apologize for it because I don't want to say I did xyz kiss my ass bitch like I just I'm B. Scott um has an episode dedicated to her since she wanted to lie on his name in case you guys want to listen to it what happened with that because at this point I I, I haven't so, um, after, well, where Cynthia got engaged, I think she was opening, like, that wine cellar. Oh, yeah. Nini sent her a note saying, you know, congratulations, I wish we were friends, and then the next day, B. Scott had the note posted on his Oh, profile. that's the letter everyone's been talking about. Yeah, okay. so when, also, I think on this week's episode, they're gonna be like, hey, how, they've been milling around the topic of how did B. Scott get that letter? And Nini said on the show, oh, I'm not friends with any bloggers. It was probably Kenya, because Kenya and B. Scott are friends. Yeah. So B. Scott had to let the, set the record straight that he and Nini... I didn't listen to the episode yet, but he's basically saying that um, she, did, she did give him the note. <laughs> okay. Because um, I, I forget what podcast I was listening to that was like, Cynthia's bootleg business. I'm like, I don't think it's bootleg because <laughs> I'm a part of a wine club and they do their meetings there every month. So, and apparently it's a very nice, reputable space. But um, I just feel like th- that is very strange. Like, like how how did that end up there? Um, I think a, a part of the reason why I also checked out is because I think I saw some clip where I was like, oh. Me and Dennis are cool again. Also, I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. How, how is it that Dennis and Portia break up 
and Dennis is just able to check out of all his responsibilities as a parent. So Portia got to find the nanny. Where the fuck Dennis hot dog loving ass mama was at? All that shit she been talking during that pregnancy. She can't come over and see her fucking grandchild? Why Miss Diane and Lauren asses got to be the only ones with the child? And then all of a sudden, Dennis and Portia get back on good terms. But yeah, somehow Portia is still now doing double the emotional labor, but also double the physical labor. And it's just like, there's something seriously wrong with this. And I get how everyone's new thing now is, well, you know, so-and-so have this, so-and-so have that, and everyone else has their own path. And it's like, that's fine, but I can still sit here and say, all of this is fucked up, and all of this is really, um, you playing in my face. Like, how dare you play in my face and be like, oh, you know, they made up, and everyone should just get over it. Now, this is a real, like, fucked up situation, and I feel like no one's doing any favors by trying, like, the way Marlo and Tanya, or Tanya carry on about Portia being with Dennis, ugh, it's disgusting. Ew, it's gross. They romanticize everything his ugly ass does. Like, Side note, he was just at the Waffle House (laughs) the other night with four women. None of them were Portia, his fiance. But they were all friends, apparently. At four... Let me tell you something. <laughs> the Waffle House open at 4 a.m. If you are on my roster and I take you out in public, you don't need to be anywhere else with four women at 4 a.m. other than with me. I better fucking be there. 4 a.m. My lover won't answer. He's so ugly. What? What is it? It Probably has to be the money. With a dancer. Um, like you said, you watch the show through Instagram, so do I. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Eva, I cannot wait for the reunion. Because your, your, um, your, your baby brain, your amnesia is starting to come back. (laughs) And I hope they brought your ass up at these reunions. Candy had another baby. I wonder, you know what? I'm not going to say what I was about to say. About Candy's baby? Yeah. Because it, was, it wasn't about the baby. It was about the parent. I was going to say I wonder if Todd's going to love this one. Todd is too busy being at the club um, during week two of the baby's home. person. So, something, something just don't sit right with me about his, something his spirit just does not agree. Are you trying to say that Mama Joyce was right? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> I feel like Mama. I I feel like within the next two seasons, quote me on this. If it's not this season, it'll be the next season. We we are going to all have to eat crow and say, Mama Joyce, you craziest cat shit. Come across, however, this is the one thing you wasn't crazy about. I just you see a cheating scandal coming afoot in the next two seasons. And I don't even think it would be a cheating scandal because from what I've heard, they're very open with their marriage. But I think it's gonna be out and production is gonna try and expose it in a cheating way. I see some illegal shit with money happening. An Apollo Nita situation? Child. All I'm saying is the nigga ain't very smart to begin with. Um, Married to Medicine, were you watching this season? Did you watch any of the reunions? 
Um, I didn't watch the reunions. I, once again, I watched it on um Instagram. <laughs> um, I, at this point, I feel it's time for a rebrand because we keep recycling shit, and we're going into season eight at this point. I just feel I'm like talking about Quad and Mariah. Oh, Quad Mariah, Simone and Heavenly, Simone versus Quad. Simone versus Jackie. Like at this point, I feel Simone like and her teeth versus the world. Say so. I don't <laughs> understand. Like I'm sorry. It's it's time to recast. Like it's time for. They need younger women. <laughs> yeah, the younger women. I'm tired. Of, you know what? Yeah, I'm just. It's it's time for new fresh. What the it, fuck was that beat down reunion set in the fashions? Everybody, with the exception of Quad, Quad was best dressed, but that wasn't like best dressed by far. A fashion show with no fashions, how dreadful. A fashion show, like everybody looked like they um went to my grandma's closet in the 80s. Contessa looked like she went to the prom. Those fucking eyelashes, the hair, the rhinestones. She looked like Phaedra Parks at the baby shower. Like Heavenly looks like she went to a Christian lingerie party. Yeah, Jackie looked like a first lady who was also going to a bedroom. She camp. looked like a crew member of the Oval. Ew, oh, you know what? Simone looked like a deaconess who just got a I car quit. paid for by her husband who has a mission. I quit. Um, Simone looked cheap. No, 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 no. Toya looked cheap, but Toya always looks cheap. Ciao. And Buffy looked like shit. Ciao. Andy still wearing these cheap ass suits. <laughs> also, uh, I, I and also I can tell there's a need for a brand, a rebrand of this cast because Andy has gotten very bad at hiding his disdain when they argue, but he's gotten very bad at masking when he's irritated with them. Like he used to be able. To not hide it, but it used to it used to go under the radar. Now the nigga he done been hanging around Anderson Cooper too long. The father of his child. You know what? Next next ne- ne- next case. To the purveyor of his bussy. Um Kiki. Love and Hip Hop New York. Do you watch it? Are you familiar with it? Uh never heard of her. But nah. Um, I actually, I made it through two episodes before I was like, <laughs> I made it through three, you know, I was like, I'm not watching this shit. I made it through two. Like, I don't know what it is, but all the normal reality shows, because I, I always tell people, for me, reality TV is escapism. So it's like, I know for a fact that my life could not be this shittiest. So I'm going to enjoy looking at these <laughs> other But Lately, none of my shows have been doing it for me. Like, I've just been very, like, I haven't really watched a lot of TV. It's just, yeah. There is something I wanted to say about (laughs) Love and Hip Hop New York. Um, Remy Ma has been um, trying to produce this album for, like, four years now. Another disappointment. And she keeps saying that it's because the music business has changed and everybody wants to see women naked and shaking ass, and you know, she's trying to raise her daughter, the baby she never wanted, and oh. be a businesswoman and do this, and that is why people aren't into her music. 
And I think that's kind of unfair to say that that's what we expect from female rappers. They are celebrating their bodies. They're celebrating the fact that we they can go out there and switch gender roles. When you see somebody like Megan Thee Stallion, who is proud of her body and who has an amazing body, by the way, I'm not just seeing her as some butt naked hoe spitting rhymes. I'm seeing her as a strong, independent woman. When I see city girls talking about scamming niggas, they're not particularly naked. They be talking about material things. There's material more, girl. I think, <laughs> I think there's more death to female. Uh, and I even hate seeing the word female, but I think there's more death to women rappers in today's world. So the fact that she gets on Love and Hip Hop and she's like, well, I'm not shaking my ass and I'm not naked. And that's why people aren't into me or my music. No, sis, we were very into you in your music when you came out with Sheether. You just never delivered on the promises that you kept. You kept being hooks on every Fat Joe song, but you did not incorporate the time into your own music. So I think as a woman who listens to City Girls, I listen to Megan, I listen to Cardi. Not only do I think you're insulting them, I think you're insulting our intelligence that we want more than that from you. You're You're not that girl, Remy. You never have been that girl that we expect fashions for or looks. We look at you for rhymes. We look at you for hooks. So as long as you prosper in doing that, I think you should be fine because you're not the first woman rapper to have a child in in a career. I think of staying in your lane and worry about your motherfucking self and understand that you do yourself no favors by shit talking other women at the you do yourself no favors of trying to big yourself up at the expense of other women. It's fucked up. It's old. It's played out. Haven't been no it's redundant. We, the same the same thing that you are doing is what kind of puts you not on the map but puts you like in the spotlight two years ago because Nicki Minaj was doing the same thing she couldn't just big herself up it was she had to put other women down and here we are two years later and you're doing the same fucking thing like sis here we are in 2020 and Cardi B was nine months pregnant and performing at Coachella and giving us choreography JT was behind bars. You bad. JT was behind bars, but we were still getting tracks from the city girls and still getting rhymes from them. So what is your excuse? What is your excuse, really? What is the truth? What is truth? What is the truth? But I just wanted to point that out because that really, like, I don't know why that bothered me, but Fat Joe got her together. Like, bitch, listen, you done got this advance. I'm really glad that you have the golden child, but um, it's time to get to work and put your shit out. That shit still doesn't sit right with my spirit. Like the gold, oh, the golden never child. Never mind. I'm not Just here to fuck dwell. all your other kids. <laughs> I'm not here to dwell. <laughs> and I, I get it. I know every girl thinks theirs is the blackest. I understand, <laughs> but like, really? You, you know what? Never mind. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Um, yeah, that's all I had to say about that show. Love and Hip Hop Miami came back last week. It did? Yes. Oh, Again, zero promotion. I didn't even know that. Um, Shout out to Trina. They like filmed at her mother's celebration of life, and that was kind of hard to watch. See, girl from the 305, get on booty, pretty face, sit down. Period. <laughs> Period. nigga heads in the ocean track. <laughs> so you haven't been on social media, so you haven't seen Trick Daddy's recent mugshot? Actually, I have seen it. Oh. I logged in today to check. So it's like I log in to check stuff on my business page, 
but like I haven't engaged in anything. So I'll log in, I'll check my um like business email, I'll log back out. I saw that it's very patchy. Good times. <laughs> he's like he looks as the older he gets, he more he, the more and more he looks like Florida Evans. <laughs> Temporary layoffs. Good times. Easy credit rebels. Good times. <laughs> Crashing and surviving. He really do look like he hanging at the child line. <laughs> hey, we lucky we got him. Good times. Yeah. He really does look like the. The matter of fact, the personified version of damn, damn, damn. That's like. I want him to damn, tighten damn, the fuck up. The person. Tighten up, Trick Daddy. You know, these Latin niggas is taking the up. You tried it, hoe. Um, any movies work. that you wanted to talk about? <laughs> Good times! Um, any any um, movies you want to discuss? Have you watched any movies on Netflix? Um, I haven't watched any movies per se. Um, are but, you going to movies? Um, what what just came out? And someone told I never used my free ticket for Charlie's Angels. I do remember that I never oh, used that movie was, came and went. I was like, well, there's that. Um, what was it? Don't call me Angel. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me a hit. But um, what was it? Jamar said he wanted to go see something. Knives I, out. No, but I actually do. Want Queen to and Slim Part Two. You know what? I was about to cuss, but <laughs> <laughs> Little I, Women, The Gentleman. Hell no! I'm about to say Little Woman is too white for me. Like, oh god, <laughs> that's too Caucasian. Too much mayo, not enough cheese. Too much sauce. Um, horseradish sauce, not like ranch. It's horseradish. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'll call it. That is horseradish white. That is hollandaise white. I'm more of a ranch sour cream white. Joker? Hell no. A marriage story? Girl, you know what? Anyways. Oscar um, nominations will be announced tomorrow, so I'll be very interested to see. Oh, geez. All I know is Lupita's name better be on that list. So that's all I'll, I have to say about that. Um, just Barth, mercy. What? Just mercy or mercy? No. Oh, I know. It it was actually um. Fuck! I just had it in my head. It's coming out like it's either came out Friday or it's coming out in in like two weeks. I can't remember it. Uncut gems. <laughs> that shit no no the move the it is the gentleman okay it was the gentleman oh it with you grant henry golding i, I want to see henry golding be blasted he is so fine oh fine as frog yeah oh it's fine as fuck yeah oh the gentleman God. it comes out january 24th yes that's that's what i want um i'll have what she's having <laughs> um netflix I recently started on Reese Witherspoon's docu-series Shine On. It's a very cute concept. And also, Dolly Parton is her first episode. So, um, everyone knows I stand Dolly Rebecca Parton. So, that's that. 
Um, Cheer came out, which is a um, docu-series. It is um, brought to you by the director of Last Chance You. I was I was already going to watch it, but then I read an article where the director was like, even with doing Last Chance You, I did not see a quarter of the athleticism and training, strength training-wise, that I saw in the football team that I ended up seeing with the cheerleaders. And I was like, I'm sold because I'm a competitive cheer fan. I cheer, I did cheerleading for a long time when I was younger. I think I stopped when I was like 13. And I've always had like a soft spot for cheerleaders. So I'm interested to finish watching that. Um, there's an, oh yeah, Original Kings of Comedy is back on Netflix if anybody wanted to watch it. I watched it last night. It just reminded me why I stand for Cedric the Entertainer and why Bernie Mac is the best. And also, D.L. Hughley had the worst set. I would just fast forward straight to Bernie Mac for me. I love Cedric the Entertainer. He's one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. That's cute. He's Um, so adorable. (laughs) That's great. He was so tubby. (laughs) Parking that spaceship. Won't you turn up? I love you so. Play all I have for movies. Do you want to re- move into on the nut? On the nut? You can go first. Okay. So, I, and I wrote this down. So, um, <laughs> I was listening to um, Not Safe for Work, which is a podcast. Um, a girl, I went, one of my friends I met at USC, she and one of her friends do. And she mentioned something that really, like, I, and I don't know why I had never thought about it until I heard it. She said, submissive women are always assholes to other women. And I thought about that. I thought about all <laughs> the women who I see on my Facebook and on my, and on my Twitter and on my IG who anytime the redundant-ass subject of submission and being a footstool to a man who you quote-unquote love comes up. These women give a certain amount of grace to the men in their lives, but the women are always met with a nasty attitude and backbiting, and ultimately they're just like very snarky and catty. And it's like, that shit really stuck with me because I was like, wow, uh, you can't be, and she said it, like, you can't be top dog in your relationship. So you have to be top dog and assertive and shit. Women, you have to be top dog there. That's very fucked up. If you're a woman who I I, I encourage all women to do the intrusive self looking and inner self work and realize that if there is a power struggle within your relationship where you can't be on top, watch your fucking mouth when you talking to other women. Because you might meet the wrong one and get your face cut up with a book. <gasps> okay. That's my on that note. <laughs> um, as usual, I don't really have an on the note. I <laughs> um, just wanted oh, to come through it. and spread some positivity to all the listeners throughout this new year. Um, as I celebrated my birthday and celebrated the new year, I began to take things into stock. And I just want to continue on this path to self-awareness and overall wellness and well-being for myself um as always i want to say black women take care of yourselves yes lord 
track the process, track your growth, um, and just be socially aware and self-aware at the same time. It is possible to do that. So some things don't always need to be said. Your opinions Uh don't always need to be voiced. Just, I would say to somebody who did not set a New Year's resolutions, which a lot of my friends did not, um, my resolution was to travel more. So I have some traveling to do in 2020, which if the Lord says so will happen. Um, just seek some inner peace and, and grow. It's about to be, we're entering the 20s again, and that's weird to me. So, um, <laughs> why is it weird, old sport? It's, it's just so fucked because in 1920, people couldn't drink alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> And to track how much the world has changed, it really hasn't been that much on a huge cultural scale, on a huge societal scale. So to me, it's just like, oh, we're in the 20s. Okay. Um, Do things because you want to do things, not because you feel you're at the age that you should want certain things in your life. Yes. I just had a discussion with someone last night. We had a very in-depth discussion on um, expectations that come from our family versus what we really want to do. So I challenge you to um, do a self-evaluation and just have a good year, everybody. Stop taking everything so seriously, but still be aware of your surroundings and what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. Just relax. I think that'll be my motto for 2020. Just relax. Relax, relax, relax. Go have a drink with your friend. Go have a bottle of wine at home. Go buy that Fashion Nova mm-hmm. outfit. Do not answer that nigga's phone calls or his text messages. Don't buy the Fashion Nova outfit. <laughs> Death to fast fashion. <laughs> Go to Rainbow. I Go actually Rainbow. have we'll ordered very high quality things from Fashion Nova. When you mention leggings, Fashion Nova, they have good um leggings as well. That I'm sure you could find. <laughs> I support Fashion Nova. They have not done me wrong yet. So I, I'm, I ever Nova since they got that new distribution center, they've been on it, bitch. It's two day uh, shipping. The last time I trusted Fashion Nova, I ordered, and that was the third time I ordered <laughs> a dress for my rehearsal dinner. And I ordered this dress at the beginning of September. I got married on November second, and the dress came on November third. Um, I paid for overnight shipping, and when I called to file a complaint, these bastards had the motherfucking, uh, motherfucking <laughs> audacity. Motherfucking. Motherfucking audacity to say to me to fix their thumbs to thug it out on the keyboard and say to me. So we said overnight shipping, we didn't say overnight processing. We're sorry that our processing got a little backed up. A little backed, backed up, up, you can get snatched up. And matter of fact, I'm still waiting on that refund. I just realized that they never gave me a refund. Are you sure it isn't credited to your Fashion Nova account? You know what? I'll never. I, I will never get that refund because I will never. You. They don't give you refunds. They give you store credit. Fuck all them hoes, bro. You probably got like a fifty dollar credit. Fuck <laughs> uh, That's all I had to this say. Any last minute? <laughs> Any last minute words before we depart? This message is for Rachel. You musty ass, fat ass, but bottom ass bitch. Fucking took me off the schedule, ho. I'm a cop there. I'm going to whoop your ass. Don't fucking call the police. Cause I'm going to be up there waiting on your ass. Dusty ass bitch. 
Okay, then we thank you all for listening. I can be found at K-D-S-H-D-I-O-R. <laughs> you can follow the podcast on Instagram at O-T-R-P-O-D. <laughs> Y'all can follow me at <laughs> Ashley Marie, A-S-H-T-A-Y-L-A-M-P-M-A-R-I-E. You can follow my business page, The Perfect Mix LLC. Um, we're going to start doing a new feature um, it's part of me taking risk with my business. We're going to start doing a little feature on the Instagram page. Uh, what else? There was something else I was going to say. Oh, also, the place where we had our books and brunch meeting yesterday is called Pascal. It's either Pascal's or Pascal's. Either way, the best cornbread I have had in my fucking life. In my 28 years of living... I have never had cornbread that good in my life. And I'm from the country. And this shit was immaculate. Cornbread. Cornbread. I, I, if that was the type of cornbread that they was given in the life movie, I see why that nigga was like, you gonna eat your cornbread. I see why. It was <laughs> that fucking good. But that nah, was so great in that movie. But nah, um, I hope everyone has come into your 2020 and I want y'all to keep in mind that and this is not to sound like a no tip or Nipsey <laughs> Hussle but Aww. keep in mind that this is there is no sprint you are in competition with no one but yourself. yourself so when I say that I mean understand that pace the pace is going to be the pace however you go whatever speed you go you are going to make the progress if you focus on you. So don't worry about how fast or how slow you're going. Worry about the fact that you're going. And give yourself grace. I, for one, am one of, I'm very hard on myself. I'm my worst, I'm my own worst self-critic. My goal this year, I didn't make New Year's resolutions, but I said that there were things that I wanted to do to help change my lifestyle. One of those things is I want to give myself more grace. I want to give myself more room. I want to give myself wide open spaces. I want to give myself room to like make mistakes, but also learn things. And I just feel like we live in a society where everyone feels like they're in a great, the great amazing race with each other. And it doesn't have to be that way. I don't give a fuck about y'all. <laughs> I'm in competition with myself, like Ashley said. I have my own goals. I'm not worried I'm about what Jack and Sam something. are doing. But yeah, I just want everyone to give themselves grace, give themselves room to make the big mistakes and room to test yourself and have courage. But ultimately, just like live, like give yourself space Exist. to exist. Exist. I just said that last Exist. night to somebody. Matter of fact, get my therapist said this: fight or flight is real. Give your uh, give yourself a chance to stop fighting to survive and just live and exist and live in the moment and enjoy things as they are. And that's all I got. We love y'all. Thank y'all for coming into another year. We about to be going into year number two of this talking shit. On Anchor. Y'all still listening to us talking about buttholes. 
<laughs> started off with 70 y'all now we up to 17 that ain't miracle. I don't know what to tell you started with 9 now we have 10 started from the bottom now we're here shout out to whoever's going to the Super Bowl because it won't be the Patriots it probably won't be the Ravens now um <laughs> but um that's it alrighty I'm so excited to be back in the new year. I see great things happening for this podcast. Yes. So goodbye, you guys. Bye, y'all. I hope y'all happy for all the people who've been asking, where's the episode? (laughs) People ask about us still. The streets have been asking. The streets have been talking. So leave me the fuck alone after y'all see this episode published, okay? (laughs) All right. Bye.